The Where's My 40 Acres podcast is recorded in front of a ratchet studio audience. Mindset of a young nigga with idle time. They say a devil's workshop is an idle mind. It's hip hop infiltrated by a wicked built industry. I'm me, I'm representing for the underground. Independence, Fifth Amendment, freedom of speech. The revolution is pending. But it's cool because you see we on the mission. Television off, this a viral petition. Man, and I hope you pay attention. The WM48, we keep it real. Check one, two. Yo, what is good, everybody? You are listening to Where's My 40 Acres Podcast. This is not an orgasm episode. This is a regular 40 episode. We're going to talk about some stuff tonight. I have really no idea what we're going to talk about um, because I've pretty much just checked out of current events after the whole Jesse Smollett mess and these insta opinion ass niggas like I just couldn't do it anymore with actual news and topics. So I went out and I brought a MIDI keyboard and I just been playing with that in the dark every night to silence out all of the rumors and the news and the tragedy and the blackness. Cause it's the just, blackness. it's too much, man. Y'all niggas are too much out here in this world, bro. So uh... I logged off. Yeah, like, I think the Jesse Smollett thing, I think that Thursday when they arrested him and they read the whole, I guess, shebang of what happened, allegedly, I said, oh, I'm done. I can't process. And then I think I saw something either the next day or that weekend about the FBI saying that he didn't send it and I said yeah I'm really not <laughs> not thinking about this at all anymore too much crazy and then R. Kelly being arrested and I was like okay this was I wasn't expecting this this week and then it going from that to his bond being a million dollars and he couldn't pay because it's 10% and then I saw I think the other day or the day a daycare, like a a woman who owns a daycare bailed this fucker out. Because he's her friend and he told her he's innocent. So she believes him because there are three sides to every story. His side, their side, and whatever dumbass side you decide to believe at the end of the day. Those are the three (laughs) sides to every story. I was like, amazing. Like, it's it, the sad thing is, it's like it's still amazing, but I'm not surprised. No, nah, it's not surprising. It's just sad. I I don't know. I read about it, and I see the Chicago PD is trying to go hard this summer because of recent incidents. So it, I'm not surprised, but I am overwhelmed and at the same time underwhelmed by all of this shit. So I just checked out. Like R. Kelly got arrested. Okay. And then Beth uh, sent me or tagged me in a post today where Oprah Winfrey is going to interview one of the guys that's in the Michael Jackson documentary. And I'm done. Like, I am done with black news. I just don't want to do it anymore. I want to go somewhere happy. It's got to be a happier place. I 
was it Friday? I think it was Friday. I was driving to from my apartment to um, the train station, which is literally two miles. So it wasn't a a long drive, but I was sitting in you know traffic and. I get satellite radio free till April, so I'm taking advantage until I don't listen to it because I'm not paying for satellite radio. And Sway in the Morning was on, and they had, what's the name? Ayanla? Ayanla. Yes, I just know Mama Titties. <laughs> and she mentioned, I guess they were interviewing, because he, you know, because R. Kelly got arrested and they were interviewing her, you know, because she's this quote unquote, therapist and life coach blah 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 and she said that um at a particular point this is before the documentary i believe she said that r kelly and her and his camp reached out to her to be on the show and you know of course she was saying that oh well you know if you're going to be on the show you got to make sure, you know, you're going to have to do the work. Like, this is not just a show just to be on there. Like, you really want to come on and, and you know, admit your wrongs and try to work on the things that you have issues with um, to be a better person. And she said she told him that. And he was initially like, yeah, no, I want to be better, da, da, da. And then, yeah. She said that she never heard from him again. That's not what I heard. What I heard was she told him no. Oh, she was on Sway saying that, yeah, like you, you going, but if you come on, you have to do the work. Mm-hmm. But she was with open arms. Yeah. Well, she's too old for him to be putting in work for her. So as we all know, that's why he ain't decided to come on that show. It's just too much publicity in this shit, man. I don't feel like anybody is really trying to solve or fix anything right now. I feel like everybody just trying to get their 15 minutes in the spotlight or whatever controversy is holding everybody's attention. Like, I don't want to be a part of that shit. Like, I don't listen to that uh, Red Table Talk or whatever podcast. Like, I don't listen to that Smith's podcast. But the fact that they were interviewing Jordan, what's her name, after the whole Tristan Thomas shit, I'm like, is Thompson or Thomas or whatever this nigga who did adultery with the better looking friend ass nigga? Like, listen. Everybody acting like they got advice and they want to help you. <laughs> and that's she is prettier than Chloe. Come on, dog. Like, it's, oh, yeah. yeah like, she's, nice come on, bro. Like, Tristan out here swinging, ling, and dinging, and he got Chloe. And you thought that that friend, like, and you know, Chloe be bragging. Mm, I don't feel bad for her because I don't feel bad for the Kardashians when none of this shit happens because they feed off of this publicity. I feel like all of them are sociopaths. I feel like they don't have any real emotions and everything is about a dollar price. Like how much money can I make this week being sad on Instagram? $20 million. Got that. Signed, sealed, delivered, cashed. I'm good. And everybody is a, is a doctor. Now everybody is a licensed physician. Everybody's handing out advice. Everybody bringing you to their table. You know, everybody want a doctor feel good. You, and I, I can't, man. I don't believe none of these niggas have, like, genuine intentions with any of the stuff they doing. It's all publicity. It's all fucking marketing and PR. Everybody trying to sell you something. And it's tiring. It's just fucking tiring. It really is. And, you know, the way Chloe got him anyway, you know, because 
he was with um, his pregnant fiance. And then, you know, boom, he left her for for Chloe. Hmm. I don't feel bad for either one of them. He was working an angle. He was trying to get to Jordan the whole time. Hmm. He's probably watching the show. He's seen her. He was like, mm hmm. She next. <laughs> Put, I'm going to put her on my bucket list. Y'all know I play basketball. I'm going to put her on my bucket list. <laughs> and here we are. Like, That's the game, man. Y'all could date normal niggas. If you didn't want to yeah. deal with the drama, the publicity and shit, you could date a normal nigga. A normal, and, and I know it has to be a black man for them. I think the only one that doesn't date black is um, Courtney. But yeah, y'all can get y'all a normal black nigga. They don't want a normal nigga, though, because there's regular everyday niggas out here that would treat you right. Knowing how much you worth, we see them on Facebook all day. They be happy. They find them a nice what? white woman, they be like, yes. What's that dude that the mom's dating the black man, Corey, I think his name? He a regular, regular black man. You don't hear a peep from him. Hey. Because he's set. <laughs> he's set. I wouldn't say shit, neither. Regular niggas are just happy to be in the building. They be like, bro, listen, bro, I'm calling you from the bathroom right now. I can't stay on the phone too long because I want to fuck this up. But listen, <laughs> I'm in the Kardashian's crib, nigga, eating fresh flown in sushi <laughs> off some naked model, bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the come up is real, nigga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is like this is like a Kanye tour the way I'm doing my glow up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Call the nigga in the white building. Call me Mister Glow in the Dark. Mm. Glow in the dark. Oh my god! <laughs> like it's it's a lot of average Joe niggas. Mm-hmm. Oh, let me switch that up. It's a lot of average James niggas out here that would happily be in the building, treat you right, rubbing your feet because they they want a Kardashian. Okay, KKK. Kardashian. Yeah, but see, they don't want that. They want to go. With a nigga that's full of controversy. Nigga, <laughs> how much controversy you got? Because that's how much love I got to give you. <laughs> and it ain't nothing but money. It's all money. You are absolutely right. So let me do this intro. Let me get this information out of the way. Sorry, y'all. We just kind of jumped in. It's going to be one of those nights. You are listening to the Where's My 40 X podcast. We've been doing this for eight years. And if you love us and you want to show us support for the show, here's how you can do it. One... You can go ahead and upgrade to premium. It's $4.99 for the first month with over 200 plus episodes. I think at the moment right now, we're at about $2.25. And that will include Hoodables, Me Reading Ratchet Literature, which will start up again in March. We're celebrating Ashley's birthday this weekend, so I will not be reading any hood shit. Yeah, I'll be reading hood shit next weekend. So not the first week of March, but the first weekend in March. When I, when everybody's going to see Captain Marvel, I will be reading Hoodables. And that Monday, y'all will get Hoodables number eight, I think. But in the meantime, uh, Missy, our Missy review for So Addictive, I think, dropped today on the premium feed. So you can get that nostalgia. Three Six Mafia's When the Smoke Clear dropped last week. Uh, we did a review for the first season of Umbrella Academy. And Shanna was on the show from MTR Network, mm-hmm. so that shit was fun. That was real fun. And we're already lining up the review. So, again, this is when I get back. We're lining up the review for Russian Doll. Because, Deidre, I think you finished that, right? 
Yeah, I finished that. Okay. I want to rewatch it, but yeah. And uh, Ro from MTR Network will be joining us for that because she got pissed at me because I didn't let her know we was doing the Umbrella Academy one. But it's all good. It's all good. She's going to be on for Russian Doll, so that should be fun. Which reminds me, let me segue into that good riddance to Orange is the New Black. I heard they done. I saw that. Like, this is the last season. So Tasty is free now to go do something else, right? Because we need her glory. She should have been at the Oscars on stage with all the other black folks getting awards. (laughs) Like, she needs to get out here and shine. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Anna, if you want to so if you want to support the show any other way, we love iTunes reviews, five stars. Please let everybody know that what they should be listening to is this and for why. Because we just that good. If you want to make donations, I don't really recommend that you make a donation. I recommend that you go ahead and take that donation money and upgrade to premium and just get some episodes for your money. You can do both. Though, if you just balling up here like that, sure, encouraged. Uh, but if you're a one time spender and you don't like subscription services because one time you used to subscribe to them CDs for four cents for three CDs, <laughs> and that shit ended up costing you about ten thousand ten thousand dollars in college for your tuition money, so you in debt double time. I understand. <laughs> go ahead and head over to um, go ahead and head on over to the website where's my forty acres dot com, and you can go to the store. And in the store, we got shirts for sale, on sale all the time. There's a new, Mike just put a new one in there, the homies t-shirt. I've seen a couple yeah. of people pick that shit up. So appreciate everybody who copped him a homie shirt because that shit looks dope. Shout out to everybody who got their R. Kelly is trash shirt. I got one to get my dad. Thanks to uh, Thank you, T-Public, for sending that shirt to Denver and then having the shirt come here because I got two shirts. <laughs> yeah. So if you just wait, you get your glory. So it's all good. It's all good. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that we need to talk about. Oh, um, hmm. so MTR Network and Where's My 40 Acres, we're hosting another black screening event. Last year was Black Panther. This year is clearly not going to be Marvel. It's Marvel because that's going to Captain Marvel. That's going to be next week. It's going to be Infinity War 2. Tears. In game. Marvel Tears and that is going to be April 27th it's going to be one in DC and one in LA of course we're going to be at the DC one and we're supposed to be doing something afterwards like a live after discussion at a venue that has not been chosen yet with a t- a bunch of going, Nigga. during a time period that has not been selected yet <laughs> but um, but when we get all of the, uh, the formalities in place, y'all will absolutely know for right now, tickets go on sale in March the 15th. And y'all know what happened last time we did this. Tickets sold out in like 20 minutes. So if I was you, I would go ahead and I would use that calendar app on your fucking Apple Watch and put the date at March 15th. Set that shit. Because once them tickets is gone, they gone. We're not holding tickets for anybody. If you ain't on this podcast with me right now, your ticket ain't getting held. Oh, so funny. Okay. That's I'm just... excited because my friend was he did stunts in the end game. See? Oh shit. That's awesome. So Yeah. Cause they did they filmed he was in the other Avengers and he was in Black Panther too. What? Um I asked him, um, because I saw him Wednesday. I asked him about Captain Marvel, but he said they filmed that in LA, so Yeah, oh not in Atlanta. 
So, um, yeah, that's pretty much everything that's going on. And other than that, why does DC have so many hostels? I'm sorry. Oh, um, see, when you say hostel, I think of a fucking horror film, uh, series, the sequel shit. But yeah, no. Well, sure <laughs> don't trust them shits. Them shits is just people basing it. That happen too. There, I'm, I mean, I'm just looking just because you know you, you talk about the um, end game and. I will be there, and I was looking at um, hotels, you know, preferably ones close or around, um, you know, train station, and I was like, oh, why is, oh, wait, it's $31. Oh, nope. never mind. Wait, why do y'all have 10 of them, like, in one I'm street? It can be really nice and a really good buy, but you definitely have to do your research. Nah. Otherwise, it's some sketch-ass weird shit. Don't do it. It's a risk. Don't do it. Oh, I'm not. <laughs> the city, not danger. I'm just saying, the city has changed. Don't do it. <laughs> I am not bunking with twelve other niggas in one room. Like, <laughs> you share cover. Me share cover. You share cover. <laughs> no, oh, no, we don't share cover. A top bunk bed. Like, nah. I'm okay. You happy? You share cover. Yes. No. 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 Y'all share cover. Share bathroom. Mm-mm. What? Mm-mm. We share just... Metro card? Mm-mm. No, we don't. <laughs> we, don't. We, do, we do not. Do we share the sandwich? No. We, sh- we share socks just... and dinner? First of all, why did you put those two together? And second, no. We don't share those either. Oh, this is everybody's soap. No, bro. It's no. not. Like... <laughs> you drop it, I pick it up. We share. <laughs> <laughs> No, oh, no, Lord. no, we don't. No, we don't. No, I'm, I'm good. That's like <laughs> so, working in a dorm room. I'm, I'm totally good. Uh, my accent absolutely deserves five stars. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> all. Please, uh, please do that. <laughs> yeah, but um, <laughs> <That's so funny. laughs> you share, man. They your man. You share, man. We share. <laughs> His name Tristan. Yeah, we share. <laughs> <laughs> oh god <laughs> no nah, but um yeah we're going with <laughs> oh boy that's so funny <laughs> uh, now I want to go watch now I want to go watch not just Hostel which is a terrible <laughs> horror film but um what is the it's not it's not um what is the the road trip one Euro trip Yes, absolutely. Yes. With Miss Cooley, that yes. tiny dude in the damn train car. <laughs> my man kept my man had his dick out. He was like, "What the fuck?" Oh, excuse me, excuse oh, me, Miss Cooley. Bro, that motherfucker's a uh oh, guys. Long tunnel coming up. <laughs> he just started like raising his eyebrows up and shit. Yeah, that movie was. This shit is hilarious. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. If you are looking for some good just bullshit to watch that is funny for no dumb damn reason a uh, euro trip sex drive and fired up are currently streaming on some service i watched all of them in the last couple of weeks those films are so fucking stupid but they're funny like they're sleeper college comedies fired up might actually be my new favorite cheerleader movie over bring it on I've never heard of Fired Up. So it's basically, Fired Up is basically these two football players decide that instead of going to football camp in Texas with their fucking teammates, 
they want to go fuck a bunch of cheerleaders. So they fake join the cheerleading squad and they become cheerleaders. And it's just stupid. Like, it's just one of the girls in it is a super lesbian and her friend doesn't know. So the whole film, she's like filling this girl up. And there are a couple of scenes with her face between the girl's crotch for no reason. It's fucking hilarious, man. And the way the two guys talk, the, the, the banter back and forth is all sarcasm. Mm-hmm. So when other people are talking about shit, they're like, Mm-mm, "That's not how you spell that." Nope, I agree. That's not how you spell that. And they just <laughs> they do that the whole film. It's just it's 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 so something you're not supposed to take serious. Like you could absolutely get high and watch the fuck out of Fired Up, and it would be mm-hmm. fucking worth it. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, while I'm out at work, nothing to do. Playlist. <laughs> my man, my man had like fifty different pet names for his girlfriend for no damn reason. And even when she dumped him, he just kept going. Just coming up what? with pet names. Man, I'm telling you, Deidre, find some good shit and watch Fired Up. Mm. And, and then cut on Sex Drive if you can find it streaming somewhere. That one is about a kid who meets a girl online and he decides to drive to Tennessee to have sex with her because he's a virgin. That's another what? stupid fucking Nigga. movie. Wow. <laughs> it's so damn dumb though, man. They go- where, wow. Where is he driving from? <laughs> he's I forgot where he's driving from, but it's not a short distance. It, it's just these movies aren't even worth like explaining scenes, really. Just go watch. Sex them. drive. Sex drive. That's what it's called. Most basic ass name for a film ever. Well, oh, look at the though. Seth Green's in it. He's okay. playing Seth Green is oh, in it playing an Seth Amish Green. dude who misses sarcasm. So again, another film where he just uses sarcasm every other line on people to be an asshole. So find some edibles, find some goodness. Uh, Deidre called some herbal goodness or whatever, herbal essence. Wait, he lives in Chicago. (laughs) And he drives to Knoxville, Tennessee. Knoxville. My nigga. Oh, I gotta find it. He steals his brother's car to do it. Actually, actually, Deidre, I own it on Voodoo, so spin it up. Oh, for real? Okay. Yep. <laughs> and uh, Fired Up is streaming on that new IMDb streaming app where you can watch movies for free with commercials. Okay. Fired Sorry. Up is on there. So You can watch movies for free on IMDb with just commercial breaks? Yeah, there's an app. Mm-hmm. Huh. Same thing with Voodoo. Voodoo has free films now that you can just watch with ads in them. Like 30 second ads. This is just like watching a movie on regular ass television. Yeah. For all of my fans of uh, 1980s film fans, just one of the guys that's currently on Voodoo streaming with ads. I watched that shit like four times. Who is in that joint? Nobody memorable. Like nobody that became a, a big star actor except uh, uh, old boy, one of the Cobra, the Cobra Kai leader. Oh. All right, word. He's the only one in it. And they literally picked a girl who when she when they cut her hair and put her in clothes looked like Ralph Macchio. Oh damn. That's cold. Oh boy. Yeah. So there y'all go. Y'all got some movie tips. Some bullshit yeah. you can go watch for free. This is great. Mm-hmm. Make sure you hide though. Oh, I have I have my uh herbal essence ready. Yep. All right, man. So, so um, let's see. 
what the hell are we going to talk about? What is there to discuss? Uh, y'all hear that Kanye snippet on Saha's Instagram? No. Is that the one where he jamming on the keys with all the people around him? No. That's a yes or a no? Yep. That is a yes. That is that thing. Yeah, I skipped it. I saw it and I was like, no. I just kept going. I kind of fucking want to hear a new Kanye album. No, I'm good. Got me. Nope, I'm good. Mm-mm. Cause then he sample like Fred, um, Hammond. Twan, you gotta speak louder. I yeah, can nobody can hear you, bro. I'll say he's been doing his Sunday service. I think this is the second one he did. Oh, so we like, oh, so it's Good Fridays, but not. I mean, he's been doing gospel renditions of a couple of his songs and having choirs and the whole stuff up there. So yeah, like, it was a whole fun. performance. Like, so that, that little clip is just a clip of him doing that. Oh, well, all right then. I fuck with it. I'm not even going to lie to you. Um, so we about to get um, a whole album. Like Tambourine Kanye. Mm-hmm. Why not? I'll let it's y'all on? deal. Y'all let me yeah. know. Y'all let me know what it sound like. Because his hair is still a different color. Off the tides. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's what we getting. I can't deal with his hair the color it is right now. I don't believe he got anything going on for real. So I'm going to wait till he change it back. He's still not the old yet yet. Can't do it. Oh, man. I'm going to be there. I don't care. Like I said, the snippet got me. I just want to see if y'all heard it yet. Yeah, I heard it. I was like, oh, I, I was excited. I yeah. hope it continues. I mean, you never know with this motherfucker, man. That's the problem. But we'll see. He still mm-hmm. puts that hook in you, though. You're like, damn it. I know. That's what I'm saying. I was nah, like, he oh, got man, y'all. He got I'm good. <laughs> I am. I'm good. All right, Brandon. I'm not saying you shouldn't be good. I'm just saying I'm gonna listen to that shit. I'm speaking. I'm speaking for all the niggas. I'm speaking for all the niggas that side eye right now. Like, mm. whatever. Mm. I'm not saying I'm perfect. This is like we kill a mic every time. I be like, okay, he got his sense back. Then I see him big up in Bernie. I'm like, mm. I'm not gonna say he got his sense back. You just say the music is good. I haven't heard of either of those specific two individuals doing anything that has passed my threshold of I can't fuck with you in any way anymore, as long as I don't hear you talk, if that makes sense. That's all Killer Mike do is talk, though. That's all he do now. He talk earlier. I don't ever watch him talk. So ever since we reviewed that one stupid-ass show and moved on, I haven't heard him talk about anything, including but not limited to Bernie Sanders. Yeah, he so definitely did his Bernie shit last week. Too and, jam and not worry about yeah, it. Especially because the Rain of Jewels, he doesn't talk about that crazy shit. You that's know? what I'm saying. That's why it's so Wait, good. he doesn't talk about what? He do talk lyrics, political shit. He, talk he talked political shit on Run the Jewels. But not like that. No, he don't be up there like the reading the Bernie campaign and shit. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. He don't be saying dumb shit like it because I remember being scared of like the third album. I was like, man, I don't know. Mm. I'm just saying, yep. I don't know what LP sound like till the beat drop. That's all I'm saying. That white man keeps his mouth shut. Yeah, and long man. Continues. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that man sound like. You could have the most terrible opinions, but I won't know it. Nope. And then keep it that way. Mm-mm. He keep him in the drum kit. I don't know what yeah. he be thinking. No. <laughs> That's what he do. I don't know what he be thinking. That's what I like. That's how I like my musicians. Right. He think on beat. (laughs) I don't know what his real opinions are about the world. I saw somewhere that Blue and Oh No supposed to be having an album come out. I listened to it as well. I can't remember the last Blue album I listened to. He's done a couple projects. 
Uh, it was the one with him and Mad Lib was the last one I listened to. That was like 2013, though. That was like he did one with Mad Lib. Yes, and it's fire. Hmm. Uh, it's Blue Mad Lib, and there's somebody else whose name I keep forgetting. I'm gonna look that shit up right now. Why do I feel like I know what album you're talking about? That might be the last one I heard. Uh, no, I was I'm tripping. <laughs> this is 2013. That shit came out in 2018. Yeah. Oh. I was it's about Matt, to say other dude, M E D. Yeah, I heard it. I heard it. I know. Um, did did hopefully the Freddie Gibbs junk dropping soon? Cause I know that I saw they dropped a the song. I'm waiting for this Mad so. Lib and uh, Mac yeah. Miller album. Where is that at? How about that? Right. The completed thing. Supposedly. Yeah, they Somebody said it's there. It is. I need it. It's in existence. Mm-hmm. I need it in my veins. I take Mad Lib at anybody though. Like no facts. Mad Lib and Kendrick, that would be fantastic. Oh gosh! I mean, if Mad Lib worked with Lil Pump, I'm gonna listen. I was to about to say, would you take? <laughs> would you take Mad Lib and Machine Mad Lib Gun and Kelly? <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, Mad Lib and Gunna, I'm being there. You're naming, you're naming <laughs> niggas he already listened to. That don't count. That don't count. I'm Mad Lib on vinyl. Let me see. Mad Gunna would be an amazing record. I don't even like Gunna like that. I don't know about amazing. But it'll be what if it's Mad Lib and Young Dolph? Yes, nigga, nigga, it's over. This nigga will be talking about helicopters and being about a father. (laughs) Every song will be gonna have a chopper chopper in it. Mm hmm. Mm. I need Young Dolph and Gucci to do a whole album together with Metro on the beat. Oh, oh, that's what I need. I couldn't, ooh, yes, you'll pretty much be over. Get fired from my job and everything. Fucking. So nothing else, Madlib can do no wrong on this podcast. I mean, yeah, yeah. Kind of the, the general consensus. Mm-hmm. I don't know what niggas supposed to be mad about. Dude, he already did a song with Kendrick. That no more parties in L.A. is a Madlib beat on Power. Yeah. See, Madlib be out here <laughs> producing greatness. Yo, nigga, the fucking bass in this Tierra Whack clone song. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! I listened to it like five times today. Is it also a minute, or is it like a full length song? It's a full song. song. Oh, her last two songs have been full songs. Only Child and Clones. She got an album coming because she's just dropping these tracks now. Mumble Jumble's a full song. Yup. Tight. So I'm ready. I'm excited. Did you see what she wore somewhere today? That just needs to be a podcast. Did you see what Tara Wack wore somewhere today? No. <laughs> so she in like an all white feather dress. I don't know where she was going. I don't know what she was doing, but she was in the building. I love it. I love it. Free young black woman. I love it. She took 15 where? minutes and turned it into a Grammy nomination. That's all I'm saying. I, I mean, love it. greatness. Hey, did y'all see uh, that new Lil Pump album just came out? Harvard Dropout? Is that a serious no. question? Yeah, it's a serious question. That's not a serious question. <laughs> That's not a serious question. Uh, I, I saw it when I was scrolling through the new releases, but did not click on it and will was, not. <laughs> was, I mean, it was a little pump album. There's like, I'd say four out of 16. Sir. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? <laughs> What is that? A quarter fire? What is that? 
fire. Uh, no, that's actually not. That's not accurate. It's like six out of sixteen. Yo, okay. We go add. We go add two more songs. I was looking. I'm looking for an impossible. Nigga, that shit is thirty-two cent fire. Yes, that was all right. And then the rest of it is Lil Pump garbage. But you know, some fun shit on there. You got YG and Two Chains on the song. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, I like YG, but he can do wrong. There's a lot of YG songs out here. This this nigga is sitting by the phone. <laughs> he ain't missing a dollar. Oh yeah, YG gonna get that feature check. Yes. Like, like if it comes on randomly and I hear it, and I be like, oh. Okay, I like the song. That's probably that's the extent of my little pump. Mm, but uh, I'm not going to be seeking. I'm smart. But you y'all remember that song "Racks on Racks" by y- YC from way mm-hmm. back in the day? Mm-hmm. Little pump got one too, and it's basically the same song, but it's not. But it is the exact same song. I like I like that, but it's not part. That's the part. Well, folks, it's it on not that the part. same. But the chorus is literally him just saying "Racks on Racks on Racks, Racks on Racks on Racks." And I'm guarantee he's never heard that song before because it probably came out when he was like five years old. But I don't know. I want somebody else to listen to this shit and tell me what they think. See, yeah, when it it would have to just randomly come on. Like when I heard um, the Mo Bamba song, mm-hmm. and it randomly came on, and I was like, "What's this? Oh, this is fighting music." <laughs> oh yeah. I rest- added. Yeah. I didn't listen to all. I just listened to that song and I added it to a playlist and then I kept it moving. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like, mean, it's amazing, but that whole rest of that record is fair to middling. Mm-hmm. But, anybody, uh, huh? I was going to say, anybody catch that 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 uh, new J. Cole video? Sir, did you catch <laughs> it now? Negative ghost. <laughs> catch these Z's, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you go catch a well slept nigga. That's what you go catch. Did you watch it, Twan? Does he look homeless? I mean, yeah. I mean, you seen his hair, but um, no. I was flipping through my Facebook, and somebody with the high school had to say, "Did you see all the?" It's like a video. Like, did you see all the, the deep meanings in the J Cole video? And I was oh like, God. Let me watch I said, let me watch this video. That's the reason you went watch it because a nigga said that J Cole was deep. That's no, every I day. Know, I don't know. I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't watch the video. The person linked a video that was explaining the hidden meanings inside the video. So you watched a video about a J Cole video. That's worse. It's <laughs> yes. not better. It was better because that video was only a minute. That is better. But how long did it feel? <laughs> There was there there was there was so much deep diving on some surface level shit mm-hmm. in that song. Cement, I call it cement diving. They spent the whole thing about, and here J Cole is driving his, I think it's like a uh, his Bentley. He had a Bentley truck through the mud and the clay of North Carolina, and then it said like he was unbothered by it. I'm like, why is J. Cole always telling us all the shit he got and then telling us he, that he's unbothered? Wait, what is, it? why is that deep though? That's the, that's the question. Why is that, why is that deep? They were talking, they were talking about him getting snubbed at the, um, you at know, the for, from awards and stuff like that. He said he don't submit. He said he don't even submit his shit for awards no more. He just, yeah. He just, yeah. Now when they named like the old stuff that he got beat by, like, Oh yeah, he just got beat by better people. <laughs> but what like, kills me yeah. is when niggas say they stopped doing shit because they was doing mediocre shit and won't get noticed for it. Like, bro, man, after they didn't take that song I did with Missy on it, 
I decided I wasn't submitting songs for the Grammys no more. That's that's what his whole thing is now. It's like, dude, if you're really unbothered, you don't have to say it. Why are you talking about it? That's like somebody say if you got if you only people who claim they live in their best life probably like it was it was a name wife on Twitter. They're lean, they're if you say yeah. yeah, if you saying you living if you constantly telling people you living your best life, you probably not living your best life. If you constantly telling people that you don't care about the Grammys, you give a fuck about the Grammys. Why else you keep talking about it? Mm-hmm. This is a fact. So him running his mouth, I don't understand why people think that makes you the smarter person, the unbothered person. Constantly talking about some shit clearly means you bothered by it. Like even when you let's say you talking about somebody at work, you might be like, "Man, that motherfucker get on my nerves." Man, I mean, I ain't bothered by any shit, but that nigga get on my nerves, nigga. Yes, you is. You bothered by that shit. Why the fuck else you talking about it? And that's mm-hmm. fine. You can vent about niggas that's useless, but at the same time, you bothered by that shit. Just say you bothered by it. And the thing is, Cole is immensely successful. You know what I mean? Like he. He got loyal fans. I think every one of his albums went platinum or some shit. Like he consistently can tour arena level. Yeah, like I'm like, dude, like, but I think he can't stand that there are still some people who don't see him as the greatest ever, <laughs> and and can be like, I mean, I mean, it's J Cole. No, okay, it's cool. It's more okay. It's like for it, it's for me, it'd be like this. It'd be like if our podcast blew up. For people between the ages of 11 and 16. I'd be like, so nobody our age fucks with us. But everywhere we go, we got to play Fortnite with niggas now. Like, <laughs> I don't feel satisfied. Like, I'm, I got money and niggas is constantly talking about me. But look who talking about you. It's people that don't have no fucking sense. It's people that can't make a coherent or logical thought. Talking about how dope you is. It's literally losers. Like niggas on Facebook that sit around fucking defending J. Cole. Have you ever read their defense? Them niggas is losers, dog. I want to feel that without my student loans on my back. Like, I take that money. I take the money that loses. I'm I'm really fine with that. But see, see, you done worked. You talking, you done worked, dog. Like, you've been out here working. You got to look at J. Cole's whole, this nigga stood outside arenas handing Jay-Z tapes, Twine. Do you, like, do you understand the drive for a nigga to do that? Are you going to stand outside of a building and hand a nigga tapes? No, I'm not. Categorically, no. Exactly. Y'all don't have, y'all are not coming from the bottom, bottom of where J. Cole is coming from. So this nigga feels like he deserves everything now, like everything, even shit he don't deserve. And that's fine because he ain't going to never be really happy. He will be constantly telling people he is. But he ain't going to never really be happy. He's completely unfulfilled if you constantly got to do this. What are you missing? It's validation from somebody. That's he it. Have it he don't got it. He don't like, like bro, if I'm you can't talk like, to your own people, like niggas his age make fun of him. That's That that has to be furiating. Like fucking Desus and Mero making fun of him this last week oh, yeah, he, he has he to be fucking infuriating. Okay, that's, cool. that's fine. People going to talk about you. But you are selling out. You got a lot of people defending you. You're making money. You're, ne- you're through, I mean, not us, but most accounts or most people <laughs> who run hip hop and stuff like that will put you up there as one of the best of this generation. Like, I'm trying to figure out, like, and then you, you're, you're going at the same time that Drake is there and Drake gets joked on way more than your ass. Like, But Drake gets joked on. Drake is confident. 
one, Drake is on a different level than Cole. Let's just keep that 100. Drake, yeah. Drake's respect is on a different Drake's level, a different level than, than fucking Cole. Right. But, His, yeah, but J. Cole's insecure. Right. Like, and Drake, but, Drake's, but, whole, Drake's whole motif was insecurity in music and like painting it as being emotional. So the jokes that people throw at Drake, Drake was already expecting that shit. That, that shit don't bother him. And niggas our age actually fucking respect Drake. Like rappers still say that Drake is one of the best rappers and not in a, I don't really fuck with his music. He one of the best rappers. No, they'd be like, yo, you hear that new Drake song though? This nigga never not fire. Lir- yeah. Real MCs fuck with Drake. Drake be having them hits. Right. And Drake and real. Right. Now name all the J. Cole hits. Like when did J. Cole own the summer? Uh, That's what you I'm saying. That's not. It just doesn't happen for him like that. Like he got his dedicated fan base, and it's a bunch of young niggas. That's what it is. I mean, that time he was talking about his first time, that was was to a bunch of young niggas because all of us was reading that shit. Like with that uh, horrible Swiss beat, Swiss beats uh, track, Uh, something about the summer. I can't remember. I don't know. I'm not trying to remember. Don't do that to me. His last album. No, don't bring that song back. What is it? Was it the one? What about the one where he was folding clothes? That one a hit? No, that was not a hit, sir. And niggas no, still don't do laundry. Before that, that well, Jay Cole song. Talking about, talking about that, that hoes had no role models. I remember that one. Right. That one a hit. Role models. That beat is fire, but he don't be talking about shit on that song. I think it was on Forest Hill. Nigga is unfulfilled. Dry. End of the day, <laughs> he, him, and Wale are two of the most unfulfilled niggas. He should feel unfulfilled. Like he's Wale. Like <laughs> he should fully feel that way. I mean, but Wale, but but people defend Wale's unfulfilledness. <laughs> it's just it's and it's the people you gotta look at the people who are doing it. These are your people. Real talk. These are your people. Like we like to hang with our fans. We like to do live shows. We can interact with them. All of us tend to be the same age. We tend the same to share ideologies and shit. You know, we don't walk away from that situation going, oh, God, like, I got to get the smell of Similac off me because it's only babies at my concert. That's not what we go through. Fucking J. Cole fans are people that he has to teach. He's teaching, and he's not teaching on a, at this age, you should know better. He's teaching on a, I can relate to your experiences because when I was 16, 16 years ago, this is what I did. Boop, 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 J. Cole. Boop, 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 do. Had a girlfriend. Boop, 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 do. And that's why it goes like, that's how he connects with them. That look, that level of money, I'd be hopping right here like Steve from Blue Screws. I don't give a but nigga, you have confidence and sense, and you don't ever give a fuck about fans. Period. Like you don't care. <laughs> I, don't, I don't give a goddamn. Like, like he cares about notoriety. Like you, Twine. In no moment will we ever have be able to take a picture of you sitting on a rooftop contemplating <laughs> life. Like this nigga had to be borderline suicidal for people to go. Maybe we should listen to him. <laughs> he had to change his whole image up. He put his address up there and everything so people knew where to find him if you fail. Look, bummy. That was the album that, that was the That was chain. it. Yeah, that yeah, was it. Yeah, was the switch. And for him, it's like, I don't, he couldn't figure that out till he got to that point. Because you gotta remember, when when J. Cole came in the game, the mixtapes, the Young Simba shit, he was confident on those tracks. He was confident mm-hmm. on those songs and then the label took his album and they fucking record labeled it. Mm-hmm. And he let them. And then the second album blew up because of that fucking power trip track. That was the only reason that that shit went anywhere with, with fucking Miguel or whatever. So that song blew up. 
and then and he, he did Forest Hill. He hated Hill. that. That's his. That's the album he said he hates the most. Yeah, and then well, he did Forest Hill, and Forest Hill blew up because some people wanted to save him because another light skinned nigga gone is not what they wanted to re- read in the headlines. So they started connecting with that album, wherever this fan base came from. He had the dry hotel look, like lotion is abysmal, and he smelled like an anti vaxxer. And now he got these fans. With hemp products. Oh, damn. Like, that's just how it is. I get it. I try to figure was the biggest change not what he said, just him producing more. No, the biggest change was the was the fucking way he looked. No, cause, no, what, no. What I'm saying is, like before, like he, like Forest Hill Drive an actor. He started producing a more a majority of his stuff. Okay, and he wasn't doing that before. Are you sure about that? You want to go back and he check probably, them? I, beats? I, don't, I don't know. I don't know enough. Like, like, like Cole pretty much has been doing the same as production wise. He's been doing the same stuff because it's the same things Jay Z even was. Comp- complaining to him about about you have this access to people like you don't have to sing hook on everything you don't have to you know like even with the power trip song he complained about that to him because he said that why are you singing that why don't you just get somebody like a miguel to sing it and they found miguel and then look what happened the song blew so, up yeah so he's always been doing that like i'm just, I'm just trying to think what he's making him beat like his song, like his albums are shorter, as far as for track listing wise, and you know pretty much he produces everything. Um, like I think on the first album, he probably on the first album is mostly him. I'm looking yeah. at it right now. It's I it's seventy five percent him on the first album. On the second album, it is seventy five percent him. There's one dude helping him, uh, Ron Gilmore, but it ain't like nobody that you would just know off the bat. He don't, matter of fact, he don't have no power names of producer for him on the second album at all. And then you get to Forest Hill. Yes. Huh? What happened? That's the second one. Right? He actually yeah. he actually has more he actually has okay. more well known producers on Forest Hill than he does on the other two. He got Willie B vinyls. Uh, uh, DJ Dot, he did some shit too, right? Yep, he got Illmind, he got Cardiac on here. Mm-hmm. So, man, what is Illmind doing, man? I remember making Illmind beats just, and selling Illmind. drum kits. Oh, not even, that's, that's not even a joke really either. Good. That's really even doing. like on uh, the For Your Eyes Only um, album, like it's pretty much him and other people. Yeah, Frank. He got fucking Frank Duke on this album. Boy Wonder, Steve Lacey, like he now he now he doing what they told Childish Major. Now he's mm-hmm. black. Look, he, look now he's listening to Jay. So his music actually got better when he started list to, to fans anywhere or whatever. When he started actually listening to Jay and going out and producing with other well known producers. Is he still with Jay? I mean, he's still under Rockefeller. Yeah. I ain't know. I didn't either. I kind of figured that Dreamville was its own. Nah, shit. it's nope. It's Dreamville, Rock Nation, Interscope. Okay. Yeah. Boom. So Jay ain't dumb, <laughs> bro. Oh, not at all. Right. The man can flip a sample when he want to. Can he though? Because who helping him with these samples now? I mean, yeah, but that's like saying Kanye works with other people, so. He's not quote unquote producing them all. I think it still counts. Mm. I mean, unless I'm proven otherwise, but it seems like he still does a lot of work on these songs. How about how about this? Can you listen it? to a song and tell that J. Cole produced it? 
Uh, no, but that's not the case for a lot of producers that I like. I don't know what that, well, that wasn't my point, but if we going to say Kanye does so-and-so, we can tell when Kanye's had his hand on the track. I'm just saying that he's had some jokes that he could, that he's flipped and, and that been, I've been looking like, Oh, I'm not that. saying that Cole can't produce. He can, he can produce, but I don't know a Cole signature. So when I hear like tracks and I'm, I'm going to look at who else is on them now. Yeah, I don't think he. I don't think him. he has a signature sound, or I could probably say I don't listen to enough of his stuff to pick up his. We signature have listened sound. to four J Cole albums. We heard enough. <laughs> if, we, if we needed to pull a track out, <laughs> we could. I'm not. Don't make excuses for this rich no, nigga. No, I'm not making. I'm just. I'm literally saying I don't. I have listened to niggas. Uh, I. That listen. I listened to Four Hills Drive. I listen for his drive the most out of all of his albums. I think I listened to all of them, the obligatory three times before review. I know I, I listened to the I first album more than the other ones because I was really I trying to find something. So, yeah, I think out of every J Cole album mix, it I think Friday Night Lights. I was about to say that's the one I listen to the most easily. I haven't got my list. As I haven't either. Yeah. Why but he got on the jumpsuit on his Wikipedia page? Man. That's mostly, there's a lot of mixtapes from like the early, from about 2007 to 2012 that I love that I haven't listened to in a while just because I had them shits on MP3 somewhere. I don't know where the fuck they went. Like iTunes or whatever, Spotify. <laughs> yeah, I don't That's know. That's what I said. Did you see? And I guess, you know, I brought it up for nostalgics about they re released uh, So Far Gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't the music too. Thing is, I wasn't a fan of So Far Gone when it was released originally. I didn't know what the big deal was. I remember. It's dated. I I said I went back because after DJ said I saw it, I said, "All right, let me let me listen to it." (laughs) And I was like, "Good, I still don't like it, nigga." (laughs) Right? Like when I was and we was on the forums at that time, so. When that album was making the the run everywhere and everybody was talking about it, I finally listened to it and I was like, first of all, I don't get what he is. Is he a rapper or a singer? Is he sad or is he happy? Like, what, what is going on? What year on? was that? 2009? Yeah, 9, 10. The first time I heard Drake was on a song with Elzai and Fonte and I was like, oh, this shit is tight. I like this guy. And then I realized that that wasn't really Drake. And then I was very disappointed once I heard a full tape. I I heard a replacement girl with him and Trey songs, and I was like, who's this? He looks like a thumb. Who's this guy? Mm -mm -mm. I just just remember, like, that was at a time. We're talking 2009, right? We're talking at a time where that currency with Khalifa tape was out. Mm -hmm. We're talking J. Cole was dropping tapes. Kendrick was dropping mixtape. There was a lot of dope ass mixtapes coming you out. You naming people like, that still around. In. And I remember being people being like, "But this Drake dude." And I'd be like, "But for why though? Like what? <laughs> like what has it? What has this thing shown that I'm sitting here and being like, yeah, this is the this is the new nigga?' Because I'm like, I don't. He wasn't even like that on the blogs back then. You know? No, he was. He was like on when he when was. that that album Ugh. was that album circulated. So fucking hard between mm-hmm. OK Player and So and a couple of other ones. It was circulate. Like, that's the only reason yeah. I know about it. Everybody kept talking about it. And niggas was actively debating that shit. And it was a bunch of people our age at the time then 
that were like, yo, this is kind of like a new wave. This, this nigga is, is catchy. Like it's corny, but I can listen to this shit. Like I can bump and I can ride to this. And I did not get it. I, I listened to it. I was like, I don't fucking get it. I've never liked a Drake album, a whole Drake album until, uh, nothing was the same, whatever that shit is called. I don't remember that right now. Like maybe in the clouds album. Yeah. That's the only one that I could, that I still, I bump and ride to and actually like the rest of them. I just, I like like two or three songs off them or songs by other people that was on them. That's all take care. Take care is full of songs with other people on them. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I did not get the pool. Now I do. I, I get why he rose the way he did. And I get that he can do a catchy song and contain the summer. Like he catch he catch summers like fucking I don't know lightning bugs, bro. Like he just be catching summers in jars and just be holding them shits till he done with them. And whoever, yeah, whoever is deciding like when singles supposed to come out for him are a genius because it's like you said, like he makes sure like he has his summer hit, you know, and he puts it out at the perfect time. Like I remember when Find Your Love first came out. Mm. He was sing song and like I that was awesome. I couldn't, I couldn't stand that song all summer. Like I could not stand that song. I don't. I don't think it was. Oh, uh, what was what was on his? Because he dropped so far so gone. What, what was the album after that? Take that care. Take care. No, no. Take the first care. album was the album after so far so gone, wasn't it? So far so Thank gone was the mixtape. Yeah, so the first album Thank was you after had uh, Find Your Love. That fucking opening Alicia Keys song. I couldn't stand Fancy. I hated that song. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think it was to Take Care. It was Take Care the one that had that... The that, Weeknd uh, on it. Cool that love. Jump. Yeah, Take Care is when uh, The Weeknd was snatching uh, like, stuff. I think it was Take Care right. because he's, like, he, start, like, he started making like song after song where the beats were undeniable. Like, Oh, yeah, like with, underground was having, was having their was having their time with them, and I started thinking like, "Yo, this beat is so goddamn fire!" And Drake's doing just enough so I don't have to shoot him. It's amazing. I love this. I can't look because you hear it, and I can't help it. And then Lord as he knows. got as he did more and more, like he always came out with like three or four songs that you'd be like, "Dog, this dude knows how to write a pop song." Like, he just knows how to do it. Because you don't want to listen to it. You don't want to like it. But, but you, you end there, you end up liking it. I remember the first time I heard the, the, the last shit where he sampled Lauryn Hill. I was like, all right, this is not really that good of a sample. This is kind of annoying. And then, hell, a month later, I'm singing all the words. Yeah, but I don't know what you're talking about. First time I heard that beat, I was like, this beat fire as fuck. I can't stand oh, Lauryn Hill. Um, but this beat fire. What? Yeah. That's the only good song on that whole damn album. That, uh, that beat fire and shit. shit. Like, but yeah, yeah those I, I like. I like the in my feelings beat more than I like, like the uh, other one. Nah, nice for what? They fun. pretty much the nice same. Uh, I mean, they ain't the same exact beat, but they both that noise yeah. shit. So bounce beat. Yeah, I fuck yeah, with he both. Took all, he took all the bounce music. That's that's all he did for that last album. I can do it. No, he only I those are the only two bounce joints on there. With the city girls on he, there, he, but he he always has singles where he's just like, I'm gonna steal a genre. I don't know if it's reggae. I don't know if it's bluegrass. I'm just gonna take a this genre. This nigga said bluegrass though. <laughs> it makes, you know, he really does. Like you might, get all Nicole, you might get Spanish Drake. You yeah. know, you got might get grunge. You know, yeah, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take this job for this. Like the other twenty eight thousand songs I'm gonna release for this album, Aubrey. I'm gonna be like that. 
But these three that I'm going to put on this radio, you're going to hear all summer? Mm-hmm. You get Nolia Aubrey. You remember you know? that one album he went grime for like... <laughs> I don't know what are you talking about that uh if you're if you're reading this is too late or whatever. Reggaeton, Aubrey. It's oh. this is so many. Enough top for your headpiece. Watch how you <laughs> I don't know. Okay. He just I mean, he knows what the sound is at the time and his producers can hold that up. And then he's got the record, the company behind him to distribute to distribute and push his shit. That's pretty much Drake's flow, man. It ain't it really ain't no super science to that shit. Man just got the right fucking people in his corner. And, and, his, little, and his little artists are like like party next door, writing all yeah. the stuff for people. He's and, got talented like, people working with him. everybody's powers and using them against them. Well, he, well, they end up blowing up. I mean, those people ain't hurting. They, he, anybody working with him, like, they're not hurting. They're fine. Mm-hmm. And they're going to stay that way. He keeps himself relevant. Yeah, you ain't got to you ain't got to produce or write on but one Drake song to be good. Like that, like somebody needs to study this because Drake literally does. I feel like everything in music that a lot of people say that they hate about the business, but nobody really hates him. Mm, they get him for that ghostwriter shit, but it is a business. That's what I never understand. People I mean, claim like, they, they hate they, this they, about they'll get the them business. They for the ghostwriter shit until the next hit come out, and they be like, "Drake is fire." <laughs> but that's but that's and that's the way the game. But you know what? People say that shit. They don't like this about the industry, and they don't like that about the industry. But they favorite fucking artist is big ass machines. Like Prince is dope. Michael Jackson is dope. Stevie Wonder is dope. They're fucking machines, dog. Think you, they're I mean, talented and they're machines. That push is real. Okay. They had money behind them. They had companies behind them. Like that whole, okay, all the talent in the world. It's 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 hella people out here talented as fuck that will never get anywhere near that type of fucking notoriety. And if you ain't got the, if you got a machine behind you like that, that longevity and that push and that reach is gonna be insane. And then if you talented on top of that, like niggas can hate on Drake all they want to, but that nigga's actually talented. Whether he got ghost, look at it this way: if Drake got ghostwriters, he talented at picking ghostwriters. Mm-hmm. Cause P Diddy ain't, yeah. Dre ain't. I mean, he literally came up there and was like, "Hey y'all, there are producers from Canada." <laughs> well, nobody looking up there. And he came up was like, "Like now, like they're household names now." Girl. Yep. Forty fucking boy uh, wonder. Boy wonder. Like you know what I mean? Like, but he he helped a nigga become the R and B nigga of this generation, like the weekend. Yeah, exactly. It's a bunch of them. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. you know, you can niggas can hate on them, but people that work directly with him, they they they're doing fine. Their names is known now. They out here caking. So this is from Canada too. Matter of fact, that who? nigga was one like producer, hip hop producer of the year last year. Who? Murder. Oh, mm-hmm. oh the uh, white dude. Yep. Yeah, he makes he makes it's yeah murder's tremendous he made nice for what matter of fact mm. that's like a sample then niggas be trying to analyze his music that's what i don't get why niggas still trying to analyze drake music well if you're trying to emulate his success it's actually a good thing to do but no 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 analyze it for like depth oh yeah i don't know about that it's all pop songs let's di- let's discuss this drake song because he says this in this verse, and he says nah, this man, in this just, verse. Just have fun. Are you just fucking serious? Why are we doing this? It's not at it's all. Not trying to be deep. No. Why are we doing this? 
I feel bad for the niggas that are trying to be deep. There ain't nobody Unless, listening to them. That's what I feel bad. Like, for instance, Pusha T. Pusha T. Pusha T or, still yeah, thinks he's deep. He thinks he's deep like, right now. But don't nobody care. Don't nobody yeah. care that that nigga deep. I mean, they don't, bro. Nobody cares. Like, fuck. When you when you his age and you've been doing it this long and you got the notoriety he has, man, fuck trying to be deep and fuck trying to be intelligent and all of that shit. You've written enough intelligent verses, nigga. Go get your money. Get the buck. Take the summer. If I'm you can get niggas producing like that, do it. You said what? He got nominated for album of the year at the Grammys this year. That's cool. Oh no, sorry, rap album of the year, not album album. Wait, did he? No, rap album. His rap album. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I mean, we yeah, we start going my back. First damn beat is fire though. Yeah, I mean, the whole album has fire production. It I does. Think. I mean, it does. Still a good. Yeah, but was well, I think I think he did like a I think he did like a Cosby apologist in like track three, <laughs> and I never got past that one. I haven't listened to it that much, to be perfectly honest. No, like I I can listen, I listen, I listen, and then like right at the beginning, like is it track three or track four? He said some right. fucking shit, and I never gotten past that song. <laughs> like at all, the only song I listened to after that is the one where he talked about Drake, and that was for the show. Nigga, yeah. body Drake. <laughs> In a diss, and it did absolutely nothing to Drake's career. It, it, Drake probably made more money that summer after People's getting body. And then Nice for What came out, and everybody was like, "New album, yeah!" <laughs> when when a nigga can do that, you, you you listen. You need to go. You need to go to his TED talk. Honestly, because you need it's something he know that you don't. Thing, Drake's got the one thing that all these other rappers. I mean, with very very few exceptions have or don't have rather and that drake is charismatic on a i'm on tv level charismatic and that's ultimately all that matters when you're playing the type of game that drake is trying to play you know what i'm saying i drake remember it's like the most bar for bar greatest lyricist of all time drake's trying to make hits drake mm-hmm. was on an act on a tv show as that was popular and he still got the charisma to like be that sort of leading man type of guy that people who don't even like rap like that will love drake and buy his music when he, I think he hosted the ESPYs or something. And I, it. It, Incredible. And, I watched it, and I watched it with my girl. And I was like, they need to bring his ass back as a host. Yep. Because he's, <laughs> shit is talk. great. That's why he beat you know me at battles because he was more charismatic and funny. Real, real talk. Outside of his music, what do you actually know about Drake's personality? Absolutely nothing. Nothing. I, everything we see Fucking is nothing. <laughs> And for some artists, that's a bad thing. For an artist like him, at the level he's at, it's fucking perfect. It's like saying the same thing about, what do you actually know about Jay-Z? What do you really know about Jay? I know that he has two kids. Three. Three kids. <laughs> yeah. But yet, Jay still charisma. Jay still got charisma. But it, that shit is managed so well. It's oh, yeah. so savvy. And Drake... Hey, he had to. He married Beyonce. Once you marry Beyonce, you got to keep that shit right. Bro, he that treated her like shit the first couple of years, wrong. dog. Come on, bro. Bottles on the yacht with Dame no more. My <laughs> nigga treated her like shit for a while, bro. He like he had control over that young Jana. Because she was significantly younger than him. Still is. Yeah, she yeah. was like yeah. legal. But I remember there was a time when she did something. I think she did something MTV and they were like, no, we own the rights to this shit. And she was like, oh, okay. Never again. And it was like, oh, man, she controls everything about her image, which I give her props for. No, she's a grown-ass woman now. She's a different Yonsei. Yeah. But, you know, like, I mean, Beyonce is bond, too, but, like, Jay-Z has helped her, too. Like, Absolutely. he helped her get her master's. Yeah. Like, you know, so 
they definitely together, you know, they they know exactly what they need to be doing. But yeah, Jay, I always said even before Beyonce, Jay had charisma. Yeah. Like, oh. oh yeah, that's what made that's what made Jay Jay. I mean, like Jay was able to. I mean, we remember we took the hard not like junk, and it just came out it was almost like a like a new Jay, like the nigga sampling Annie and shit. White people looking at Jay now. That's what it was. It was the white people was looking at him. But even then, name another rapper who could do a commercial remaking all of his album covers as flawlessly as Jay did. Mm, yeah, that was flawless. I mean, Jay will ultimately go down as top five that are alive because of that. Like, obviously, he's got bars for fucking weeks. But, you know, he just is that navigator. He knows how to navigate the industry. And he's always known how to do it, uh, at least, you know, since 96 when Reasonable Doubt came out. And he's just been better and smarter than all the other competitors in rap. And it shows. Because, you know, you think about just like what you said, like, look at Jay. Jay's what, like, late 40s, early 50s, whatever. And, And look at the other artists around his age group. And, you know, pretty much all of them kind of came up around the same time. And where he's at now compared to the other ones, it's just not just talent, but it's just smart. Yeah, exactly. Like, people might not feel your style of rap no more, but your intelligence, like, that doesn't diminish. But even even that ain't true for him, though. Even Mm -hmm. the feeling his style shit ain't true because 44 did his work. I mean, yeah, like they nominated for album of the year at the Grammys. Um, since he's come back, though, he's been smart in being able to. I think, like, look at um, other rappers will sit there and do stuff and need to try to get back their old style. Yo, Jay Z, or try to or try to connect to like these young motherfuckers. I remember, like, you know, when he came back with Magna Carta, Holy Grail, he's like, "Look now, y'all, I'm rich. I can do try me. I know." I know paintings now. Right. I'm about to put some art references. <laughs> he he Y'all cultivated. Y'all want to go to Art Basel now because I said that shit. <laughs> you got to look at right. the way he did this trans. Just like the way he did this subtle transformation. This nigga cultivated black excellence in the hip hop. Like yeah. niggas talked about it, niggas spoke about it, but they didn't really exude it. They weren't a poster child or a real representation of it. This nigga before the time of Magna had motherfuckers buying button-ups and they weren't going to interviews. He was just right. like, I'm tired of jerseys. Let's 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 put on some shirts that, that require a bit of work like, and finesse. When, excuse me, Miss first came out, like the video and all them niggas, you had old ratchet-ass Beanie Siegel in a clean-ass suit. Like, right. that was <clears throat> unheard of. Beanie Siegel and Freeway. Like, and two of the grimiest motherfuckers. Clean. <laughs> Them fuckers was clean, like, in this nice-ass, you know, club. Like, everybody dressed up, like, especially around that time, because that was, what, 2001, 2002? You yeah, wasn't seeing that. Just like, like what Brandon said, there was button-ups and jerseys and oversized tees and big hats, like, to see, like, people be that clean. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was unheard of. You went from this, uh, the... um. The uh the jump with Pharrell, he's up there. He had the he had a nice little jacket on, the baggy light wash jeans, you know what I mean? Your mm-hmm. Air Force ones. And he came back, he's like, Oh yo, we we, we in the cufflinks now. Like yes. <laughs> Bro, that money, that nigga nigga literally went from big pimping to excuse me, miss. Yep. 
It, Straight up. He knows what the fuck he's doing. And when he's trying to promote and sell a style, he sells it the same way that Drake sells his music. Because every song that's a hit for Drake is him selling you some shit. That's all he doing. He like, oh, I, I bet you ain't know you like that naughty shit, though. Bet you'll love this fucking Lauren Hill sample over that bounce. He sold everybody on that shit. He literally selling memes through like songs through memes now. And Drake was smart about that shit. The Meat Mill beef, controlling the whole meme generation and using them motherfuckers as a force. That shit is, I'm sorry, man, but his team, his team and the only, the only team outside of like TDE whole squad that is able to just grow like TDE squad actually contributed to Black Panther getting to where it is right now. Like, I feel like none of that shit would have been able to come together if like TDE didn't exist and they didn't know Kugler and Kugler didn't know this person and a whole bunch of niggas just came up off that grind same age as us. But like, look at Cardi B's team now. Like that's the way shit is manifested. It ain't just about your music. It's about your fucking team. You're not going to tell me her team don't love her. Her team full of niggas with PhDs and selling you some shit. Yeah. Her team loves her. She treats her team well, and that's why some people from her team used to be on Nikki's team, <laughs> and now they left because she treat like hey. you treat if you treat people well in this industry mm-hmm. and grind, like that shit will will come back to you. Oh, you damn right. And niggas hate her. It's niggas that still hate Cardi. They hate Cardi for no fucking reason, for yeah. absolutely no fucking reason. <laughs> Right, and that's that's the that's what kills me. They think that hating Cardi makes them less of a nigga. It actually makes them more of a nigga. They that bruh, you sound like a cold ass nigga. I was rooting for her to get that uh, that Grammy. Oh, who wasn't like, on this podcast? That's the only. That's the only person that I was like, I I look, I would love other people to get it. I want Cardi to get this one. Look, but, I I would love to see Matt get it. But yeah, I wanted Mac to get it exactly. But, but. Cardi, 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 I'm like Cardi, got to get it. It's because we Eminem ruined it for Mac. Like that's how I feel. I feel like Macklemore and Eminem ruined it for giving it to Mac. We just can't do it. We gotta mm-hmm. give it to Cardi. You got, you gotta give it to Cardi. Like Grammys got it right. Oscars fucked it up. Absolutely, Oscars fucked it up. But yeah, um, yeah, man, she's been so fucking successful out of nowhere. How can you not reward and that? Her songs are fire. Yeah. Like they just continue fire. to be I mean, fire. The, her fire. story is fire. Like where she came from to where she's at now. Like and then just like what Twan said. Like she's generally nice. Like generally <laughs> nice to people. That oh, yeah. does go a, such a long way. Like in the industry where you know by default you already you know oh she's a bitch. She's this. She got this attitude. She's like a quote unquote diva. For you not to act like that and for you to be firm but still nice to people, like, yeah, you definitely going to go far. You definitely going to get more doors open, you know, because people want to be around you. They want to work with you versus if you just, you know, a snobby-ass person like how Nicki Minaj was. Nobody yeah. don't want to deal with that. You know, at a particular point, people dealt with it because at that point in time, it really wasn't any, quote-unquote, like, mainstream you know, hip hop female rappers as big as her. But, you know, now people don't have to deal with that. Yeah. You're not doing, the only one. She was doing crazy stuff. And they did she was making like she was still making hits and making money. So people gonna stay with you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You you're making money, you bring it in, I'm able to make a check. Once that stuff started going down, that people jumped off that sinking ship. So fast. Quick. 
Yeah. They couldn't wait. And, and now she and now she down there by herself and she <laughs> wanted like how the hell did I get here? Niggas <laughs> don't even like, niggas don't even be paying attention for real. You know how I know Cardi team good as fuck? Look at the situation that happened with her and offset. And look how look how hood it actually got. That shit that shit went from a hot ass mess to a smooth away. simmer in like a weekend with it offset. Is. With Offset, nigga, Cardi B and fucking Offset with the girl from Love and Hip Hop and the nigga from the Migos. Get that <laughs> shit. That shit went from a hot mess and her looking at him with the eye of death on that stage to a smooth, subtle simmer. Some shit that you could set your rice on for fifteen minutes by Monday. But look at the situation with other niggas. When look at the Tristan Thomas and the Chloe shit right now. That's more hood. That shit is more nigga. Than this, than the fucking Cardi being offset situation was, and what killed me about the Cardi and offset shit was, she was like, "Listen, that's my husband, that's my baby father. If I can work it out with him, I'm gonna try to work it out with him." And niggas was legit trying to drag her for that. It wasn't it was one so of those. Bad. It's like that's her husband. It wasn't one of those situations where it was her saying, "I'm gonna get down on my knees and just accept him back because you got to give your man, you know, niggas fuck up and men boys will be boys and men will be men." That's not how she carried the situation. It was strictly that's the father of my child. We just got married. We young, we just got married. And if he claiming that he going to get back on me and act right, so be it. Now look at this nigga album cover. Look at him trying to act all the fucking way right again. Someone said this like a hood for Hood Jay's album, his new album, but yeah, like, I mean, that's her husband. Like, this ain't no nigga, like, that's down the street or anything. Like, that's her husband, that's the father, you know, of of her child. But she did what she felt like was right. And I mean, if if it took her being separated from him for a minute, you know, she was still working. Still taking care of her responsibilities, still taking care of her child. She wasn't one of those ones that was not, you know, letting him see his child because at the end of the day, that's still his, still his child. Right. She, I mean, that to me, if anything, they they acted as tame yeah. as could be because it, it really, could have went completely left field. Like I remember when he came out on that stage, and like you said, she gave him look of death. But as much as she is on social media. All the time, that girl, like she's a great Instagram follower because you're gonna get stuff. When that happened, she didn't put nothing. Only that I remember saying, like, "Look, I'm not gonna sit here and let y'all drag the, the father of my children. Like, if I gotta say some shit to him, I can't. But y'all, I'm not gonna let y'all sit here and do it. Mm-hmm. But she didn't really get into that junk. She's played the back for a while. I think she dropped the money and then dropped the money video. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, remember when we, they tried know, to get her she because was, she, she went on vacation. We like, oh shit, this this woman is the, is the queen. And then we went yeah. back. To Still do working. Bro, she you know went I mean? on vacation with him and, and she legit got on Instagram and was like, listen, I know he fucked around or he fucked up, but I needed some dick, y'all. And at it, 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 no point, husband. right, like, at no point was I like, man, gosh, she's stupid. I was like, well, if you need some dick, the best person to get it from is the nigga you married. Your whole husband. Like, that, like that's the safest nigga to get it from. She could have been out here doing the fucking worst. And she wasn't. And that's what niggas try to sell her as. They constantly try to pay Cardi as this person who y'all ain't looking at her close enough because she really be out here doing hood shit. And I'd be like, nigga, she on everybody's screen 24 fucking 7. Like, where the hood shit at? She's Like you said, she stay on social media. She the master Instagram videoing. 
She stay on TV now. She stay doing events. She in fucking Pepsi commercials doing bird calls. Like, nigga, she has manipulated the industry into her lane. She didn't move into their lane. Literally, where that check, what she say, million dollar checks, where the pen, bitch, I'm signing. That's her whole shit now. Like, that's what oh, she does. And, and she's getting paid. Oh, being, being fully hurt. They, they try to write her off, too. Like, the whole thing where she threw the shoe at Nicki Minaj. Like, oh, how classless <laughs> is she? You were at this you know, New York Fashion Week, this, all this stuff, and, you know, look how trash you are, all the day, blah, blah, blah. Even Nicki Minaj did all that whole, you know, try to act like she's so above people, which her bitch ass ain't. And look what happened. Oh, oh, look at this Vanity Fair cover. Oh, look at this. Look at all all, all these, look at all these endorsements. Because these people don't give two shits about that, like. From the fashion world, like. From the fashion world, Mm. He was like, she oh, got out there and acted oh, like a hood nigga. I'm like, no. She got out there, saw somebody that was running their fucking mouth on on the gram and on social media and online, and held them to it. And they backed up into a fucking corner the way punks do. That's just what they do. I mean, that somebody, somebody, somebody she's met in person multiple times. Somebody that she's talked to multiple times that she thought she was cool with. Mm-hmm. I mean, so it's one thing. To, it's one thing to be like. I can't stand you and we don't like each other. Cause then if I see you, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna, you know, really waste my time. But if I see you and you all like, hey, how you doing all this stuff and you do all that stuff, and then you just come out the you keep coming out of the woodwork and do that, yeah, we go, I'm gonna have some words for you. But she in the background high and like I'm too pretty to fight now. Okay. But then went on her radio show yelling, funk master flexing. <laughs> the whole, the whole her, time. Her fans, the her fans are another group of fans that ain't the type of fans that you probably want to have. They be defending her on social media and they run their fucking mouths. But who had to cancel multiple te- fucking tour dates and shit, or had to cancel the whole goddamn tour? Couldn't get shit up and going. Who album sales wasn't that fucking great? Who singles wasn't getting carried because niggas won't listen to that shit for real or ask for a spin from the DJ when they was out because fucking Cardi B had motherfuckers jamming in the club to Bodak Yellow a year after it was fucking released. I'm sorry, but your group, like your whole Barb's, them Barbies ain't really supporting you. Uh, like she will sit there and because everybody got like a little fan base like that and everybody got people in your fan base that are, that are, that are, that are stupid and crazy. She's gonna be the one that either gonna retweet or like the comments by the stupid or crazy motherfuckers. Yep, the motherfuckers that putting right. somebody wrote. I think she um, uh, what was it? The the BET person the, who said that? Uh, oh, the one that they that they let go because yeah. they wrote that and, and, and they, she got and dragged. They, yeah, and they yeah. put all that like they they put all that woman's like shit out there. They basically doxed her, and, and Nikki was like, "Yep, like, uh, yeah, <laughs> like she does." Like they say, people say negative comments, or we gonna fight somebody, stuff like that. She's up there being like, "Yeah." So like, it's one thing to have your fans doing that because fans are fans, like we understand that. But when you up there and you cultivating that, like that shows. The but that's why they feel okay doing it. I don't. I don't. I hope. I hope that we don't have no fans that because we get into it with another podcaster that you would go dox them. That's some dangerous ass shit to do. That's Hell some yeah. wild, crazy shit to do. I definitely nah. wouldn't want nobody to fucking dox me. They doing that right now to um, who was it? The women that did an article or something. I don't know. Was they speaking about something political? What were they speaking about? And now niggas are doxing them. Did they? Put, I cannot remember what article it was I read, but it's a group of women right now getting doxed for opinions that they shared about something. I can't remember what it was. I read it in passing, but that's how fucking crazy it is. 
Like if you are if if Bernie sees that his bros are out here doxing people, bro, your campaign is oh, problematic, oh, nigga. The woman that um asked him a question about some sexual assault in his two in his 2016 campaign. Maybe that was probably like, it. I do I do see they like they some of these people just dox that. It was it we, yep, it was the women that asked questions that they ain't out there being doxed. Yeah, and wow. it's a thing. It, and it's a thing where. Nobody's telling you you have to control that because you can't control these other people. But you can come out and be like, "Don't fucking do that." Mm-hmm. I don't agree. Like you can you can separate yourself for the, from that stuff. Because if I like like I feel like if we sat here and we had a fan that was like, "Yo, man, I like y'all, and I know that other podcast said some shit about y'all." So yeah, man, here's all his shit. Here's all his stuff. You know what I mean? Like I already taught this thing. We won't we won't come here and do an episode. And be like, "Nah, man, don't fucking do that." We can roast the nigga ourselves. We've done it don't, before. Don't, yeah, don't fucking. I do that don't need for us. you to go the extra mile to dox nobody for me and put that person or that person's family. You don't know who's living up in their house and shit. You don't know what's going on with this situation. You don't know where they work at and what somebody might do to the place to the to the facility where they work every day or try to do if they find out those people's addresses. That's that dog. We already got people. What is it? Um, that gamers be doing to other gamers swatting them. Fucking Why fucking swatters, dog. That shit is real. That's not cool. Don't do that shit. And it's, it's people out here doing it carelessly. And then there's other people that when they see it happening to a person, they're like, "Well, you play with fire, you get burned." And I'm like, "Nigga, y'all part of the fucking problem too." This whole callous ass culture shit. Niggas be on some if you talk shit online, you know there are consequences. Da 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 da. That ain't too fucking far off from well, if you wear a dress in the middle of the night walking through an alley, you know da 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 da. Like get the fuck out of here. That shit is not cool, man. And if you are encouraging the people that are your fan base, because you have a lot of power if you have a fan base, you really do. A lot of people influence. Look at Triple X's fans. Motherfuckers was crying over this nigga. Like even if you a shit nigga. You have a lot of power when you have a dedicated fan base. And for you to have a name for your fan base, you don't see Rihanna's people acting like that. But you see them buying her fucking Finny makeup out the store. You see that shit? She's rich and unfucking bothered, my nigga. Beyonce like, dropped an album at 2 a.m. and it's 80,000 units sold in two hours. I'm sorry. That's a, that is a dedicated, supportive fan base. And that is a woman who has positive messages to send women of color. You people are not doing anything positive for these when people. When is the album coming? <laughs> like, Dude. every time. She's like, sis, when is it coming out? She's legit, like, undercover multimedia mogul. Mm-hmm. Like, that, like, you, you, when you, like, you don't think about it until you literally sit back and be like, well, damn, she do that too? Well, she, well shit. Like, she can see it right now and never drop another song. She really and could. Be, and be, and be, Probably making more money than she made in the music industry. Like, <laughs> like all her makeup, all the, her clo- the, like her clothing makeup, line, the, line the, the Puma deal, the Puma deal like, like, like she even um, like she has a sock line with with a company that always sells out. Like she's now even um, she has her own luxury line that she's working on that she's probably been worked on because she started wearing like her sunglasses and stuff and it was like oh sis where did that come from and that was something that she's been working on with like I think Louis Vuitton and some other folks like she really does not have to put out any more music she's in movies like she really doesn't have to do any music listen though when that fucking Rihanna and Cardi B track come out though don't say I ain't told you 
Oh no, this yeah. album's gonna be phenomenal. Like her album, she said it's supposed to be like Caribbean, like reggae themed. Yes. That bitch about to be lit as fuck. Like <laughs> so lit. Oh, I can't wait. Mm. Yo, Deidre, did you see the fucking poster for this new Anderson Park tour? No. So this nigga is touring with free nas- free nationals, of course. And the lineup, depending on what city you is, the lineup is the choice between Thundercat, Earl Sweatshirt, No Name, Jesse Reyes, or Mark DeMarco. What? Hey, what? Yeah. You yeah. gotta be in the right city, though. Like, no, what's the Baltimore one? It's fucking Earl and, um, it's Earl and Thundercat. And I was like, can we trade Earl for Jesse? No, I, I, you know, I, I treat Earl for no name. Give me, give me. Listen, I've seen no Anderson, name, no name, and Thundercat. I've seen no I name. Think. She is amazing. I really suggest that y'all go to a no name concert to get that full Room Twenty Five album intimacy. But I want Jesse Reyes at the outdoor venue concert. Okay, like that's why I need to see Jesse because that's how the, the crowd will be hype as fuck. Oh yeah, she's very energetic. I need to find me a Thundercat. Damn, I need to go see Thundercat, man. I mean, go oh, see, I he gonna be there. You're gonna be there. What's crazy is Broccoli Fest's um lineup this year isn't terrible. I just ain't fucking with Broccoli Fest. <laughs> I mean, they got Cardi Childish what? and they got they got there's somebody else. I was like, this lineup what isn't is bad, and they moved it to a different location. Is that like and RFK? RFK no, it's not. It's at FedExville. Yeah, yeah. So they moved yeah. it. I'm still not going, but they moved it. it the lineup yeah, looks can, straight to me. I mean, I mean, they ain't they ain't gonna have a whole stadium out, but nah. I mean, they can, well, well. Who this got, nigga gonna be at Chastain I mean, Park? If you, if you oh put, shit! If you put like, cause they gonna put people in the ground too. I mean, it's probably how they how they have it set up. But I mean, I mean, they gonna have multiple stages. And, but they, but, but you know, Childish yeah, still can can hold just in the seats. Who like, is it? So I mean, their lineup is straight. Their lineup is Childish, Wayne, Six Black, City Girls, Gunna. Um, who else? Wit? I don't know who the fuck a Wiz Kid is. That's easily that's like Hot ninety seven uh, Summer Jam. Yeah, that's in. The, Stadium, they could do that. That's they easy. had like Cardi must have pulled out because I know Cardi was on here. She must have pulled out. Yeah, and that Cardi, sucks. Cardi got her own tour that's hitting some weird ass places. Well, she got it. I, so. I think the closest coming to here is like Charlottesville. Yeah, but it just I mean, even I'm looking at the lineup. I'm like, this is actually a solid fucking lineup. And then they doing track karaoke the night before. Oh, this oh, is just having Thundercat. Uh, yeah. No, y'all had two people. I thought. It's well, Live Nation that just says Anderson Park and Thundercat. I feel like y'all had another person. Oh, maybe not. I thought on the poster I had because it got the little symbols beside it of who's coming and who's not coming. Yeah, they just have oh, no name. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I knew it was somebody else y'all had. Yeah, you gotta go to Live Nation that she's on. It's on his poster. If you go and look at the poster he released, he has the symbols for which person is at which zone, which city. Where is Jesse? She just going to Detroit. Jesse's in Detroit. Like I think it's the only the place, yo. Oh, that's whack. I don't got Nah, she need to go to more stuff. I don't like that. I don't agree with this either, but if she switches to this B more show, then I'm copping. <laughs> oh, I'm about yeah, I'm about to take this one at Chastain Park. Oh nigga. When when the Atlanta show? June June the seventh. This nigga not coming. <laughs> he said, "Damn, like he know he got something scheduled that day." No, no, no. I'm <laughs> going. Damn. Like, 
Look, I'm meeting a bunch of my family at the end of the month because my nephew, my my cousin is graduating. Friday. She said June seventh. All... That's the beginning of the month, though. No, like the end of May, and then we all going to the um, to the to the thing. So like all my vacation took for that week because we all taking off. So we go to New Orleans. You got to get sick, then, nigga. You got some sick days. <laughs> well, the New Orleans one is on June eighth. That's further away. You got yeah. family there. Though. Going to New Orleans. And both of them are gonna have Thundercat. No, is it, is, it? and that's a Friday. Seventh, Seventh is, is a Friday. Friday. That's the first Friday of the month. And this nigga about to release another album called Venture. Yes, I. I'm, oh, I'm getting these tickets. Like, this is all. It's all his albums just gonna be city names of, of Cali, sir. Run I don't see the problem. Keep it going. Keep it going. Yeah, I was like, I don't see what a problem. Hey. Is. I gotta read this. Uh, Mental sign. You know, we have questions. Well, I got. Hold on, I got your questions. But before, since we on this hip hop, let this be the last thing before we move into your questions. Did y'all see this fucking quote from Offset about hip hop, no. nigga? Okay. Oh, I kiss my shoes, nigga. Kiss nigga. my feet. All six of our feet, Bruh. This nigga. Let me just read the article. So, uh, Offset was feeling it. So this is from uh, hiphoplately.com, Whatever. Whatever. They say Offset was feeling himself in his band during his stop on Hot 97. And this nigga, can I actually play the clip? Because they say it's 34 minute. Okay, let me let me get to the 34 minute mark. I want to hear this nigga actually say it in his real big ghost voice. Um, <laughs> oh my God. Yo, he got to chill. He way more emotional than I thought Amigos could be. Yeah, this album was real try hard, but that is good though. But he's hard to defend himself. Yeah. I listened to it like four times last week. All right, here we go. Big rule. It's, I mean, it's a very, I surprised the fuck out of me. Well, one thing I've always found irritating about, like, old hip-hop heads. Peter Rosenberg really do come in sounding like the whitest guy in the room. Of course. You hate everything young. You know what I really find they throw Migos in the conversation of, like, mumble rap. And I have to really educate people and go, yo, just so you know, Migos are, like, they're what you should be proud of, of what hip-hop was. Like, this is rap. Bro, you just this, said it on the head, because I always said, if you're an older artist, you should be thanking us, kissing our feet. Not just Amigos. <laughs> hold up, hold up. Pause that real quick. Just <laughs> Pause that. Pause that. I ain't never heard Offset talk. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that shit was him, man. <laughs> like, like, for real. Yo, the I've voice, heard, like the voice, like, hella I mean, sensitive though. I ain't gonna lie though. Sounded like I don't know what I thought he sounded like. Like, uh, Farnsworth Bentley, like, bro, nigga like, was dancing in a Whitney Houston video, bro. Like, he got soft shoe voice. Like, 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 takeoff sound like takeoff all time. Like, absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. With takeoff tall, so I'm just expecting that all the other amigos sound like you doing. What do you expect this nigga to bark? Like, what you thought he was gonna say? I don't know. <laughs> just... I, I don't know what I expected, but I would expect this. Like, look here, sir. You are you are correct on that. Look, I it's like that. listening to um ASAP Ferg the- talk. Uh, you ever listen to Ferg I- talk? Yeah, Ferg. Yeah, yeah. Ferg. Ferg is a college educated nigga. Mm-hmm. Like, I I just felt it's like, like two I, chains. I, I right. Yes. The other, I thought that was the other host. Like, I didn't know until <laughs> he said y'all could kiss my feet. That they was actually offset talking. I was like, oh. He thought that was Bo Rosenberg. That's what is that Bo talking? Is that other the other Joe? No, that's Offset. How we turn the culture of music number one, hip hop, bro. In life, there's never been hip hop has been the number one genre ever. 
So but y'all, you, that, that's not true. That's not true. Hip hop has been the number one genre since like nineteen ninety. No, I mean not number one nationally. What it's always been rock? What? You what year no, would you no, say? No, hip hop has been popular, but when it took over as as a thing, it like rock has always been the 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 most popular genre. In what? When? Just overall. I mean, when? Like, hit, hit. From what? Year, to what year? To what year? Everything's about two years ago. Two, 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 <laughs> for two, two years ago. Like, two year, what white man lied to you and told you that? Two years ago? <laughs> what do, like, don't for like, you, like Hip-hop is popular. Sir. We're talking as the, as the genre. Sir. That has happened recently. Sir. That has not been... I'm not saying that the Migos did it. I'm just saying that has happened recently. So the that, two, is not, that has not been... Sir. I'm not saying that it's not popular. I'm not saying it's not culture-defined or anything like that. Sir. But that's just most popular. Like, the whole the whole middle of America exists. Nigga. Them motherfuckers don't like you hear about that much. Nigga, like, all China does is listen to hip-hop. It's a billion people right there. I listened to a rap album in Chinese today at work. Actually. <laughs> like they've been breakdancing since we've been like, breakdancing. All rap music with people that sound like they might be speaking English but mumbling, but then you find out that they're not three songs into it. Bruh. Ace Hood don't do nothing but eat ramen and spit rap lyrics to Japanese people. Like Is that Punjabi Punjabi incorporated hip hop right into the culture back in the early two thousands. Like uh, Again, I'm not saying that it's not influential or any of that stuff, man. I'm not like I love hip hop all the way, but it being the number one genre, number one junk in Billboard and all that stuff, that's happened recently. No, has it? No, has it? Come on, man. What? Rock, hold up, hold up. Who's the biggest? <laughs> who the biggest rock group right now? Maroon Five. <laughs> and niggas was pissed when they did the Super Bowl. I was too. <laughs> in Atlanta. <laughs> in Atlanta. I gotta see these niggas. They had just gave Kaepernick a job. We could have had a Cardi B. <laughs> what the hell is that? Yo, I can't pay it. T- I'm sorry. I can't. When people say stuff like that, and I, I know Twine, you read a lot, you be looking at facts. I can't believe them when they say shit like that. I'll be like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't believe them. Like, I, I, hear, I hear white people, they giving you their sound scan information, they showing you the Nielsen facts paper. But listen. I can't name the last rock person that ain't old as fuck that was in a Pepsi commercial with a young ass rap nigga. I just January, look. I'm looking at the USA January third. Who believes the USA today? Of 2018 rap overtakes rock as the most popular genre. Okay, that shit. Like, that, that and that 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 newspaper is from the past. Because the thing about rock, you got to put in like you said, you got to put in. You're not just putting like you put in all those all the white people mm-hmm. that's in there. Mm-hmm. You know your your Ed Sheeran's and all them motherfuckers. They He's not rock. I, I know, sir. Under that sir, no, no. That. See, you can't do that because then you got to be like, well, for black people, then can we put in all the pop stars that's using trap samples? Can we do that? That mean we got Katy Perry fans too. We got Taylor Swift cool. fans. Hip-hop. That is a fair argument. It is like for you for you to be like like I'm not saying you twan. I'm just saying for them to be like hip hop is now taking over as the number one. That's bullshit. That is, I'm sorry. As long as we've been alive, as long as we've been alive, that's bullshit. Hip hop has integrated itself into literally every fucking culture. For them to be like now it's number one. Based on what exactly are they trying to say? It's number one sales. What are they? What is it based on? Because all of them now use hip hop in some way. To try to sell their music to the masses, and he been doing it since fucking 
Run DMC. It's, it's, to me, I see shit like that. I like, I get from their technical perspective of however they calculated the formulaic information that that might be what they saying. But I'm looking at people actually, the effect of hip hop actually out here. And I'm just wondering what's the real validity to it. And I mean, nobody, look, nobody on this podcast is going to argue with you when we say that hip hop is the most influ- influential chunk out there. It's been like that for, that's, I mean, it's been like that for decades. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I, I know Offset read something. It, with, too. It's, with his popularity, like, you know, when you have shit like Spotify, which is basically catering to rap artists right now. Like in in all and always that they can because they know like that's what that's what's moving their shit stuff like that. It's a recent trend. Mm-mm. Well, I mean, hip- <laughs> hold on, hold on. Spotify is a recent trend. Yes. So, but the the level in which they cater to hip hop, just hip hop, bro. Hey man, don't be mad at me. Be mad at white folks. You can't use that <laughs> argument for something that just gained popularity for real like that. Like, uh... also like racism, my nigga. They like platforms will pull particular music first, given who's pushing it to them first. Like niggas was still trying to make SoundCloud happen when Spotify was on the blow. And Spotify is like a, I think it's a German developed platform. Yes. I mean, Saturn was made in Sweden, so who cares, really? Yeah, most of the, most, except most of music, most of music streaming was from Spotify. Oh, because I, because our laws for music are trash. <laughs> so I didn't literally, like, you got to put that on a platform in another country. Universal will come after you. <laughs> they will come after, that beat sound like a beat. They will come after you. <laughs> that beat sound like a beat. All right, let's hear what else uh, Offset going to say. Doing it so rapping. what were you doing? That well, was we had Pac. We had Pac. Pac. Pocket Big had number one albums, they but had not number the one albums. Thing, but I'm saying the yeah. whole culture of yeah. right now. When you go to these these Spotify's and these, you're not seeing like the other drops, pop country, and like they used to be. We used to be number thirty. Now we'll be number one. Fast, fast. What is he? We, number thirty and what, my nigga? Hold on, man. Is it thirty dollars? <laughs> what's the, what's the, Number thirty, hip hop was number thirty. Streams, how stream is people listen to that, to listening to hip hop more than any other time. So you should salute us. We made this bigger than what it was. I remember you fought for it. We respecting y'all. You fought for it. You set the tone. Your style is just different. They be trying to clown. You can't clown a kid that that got his nails painted and he got tattoos on his face and he got dark hair because that's what his life is. He's, that's what that, that's what his life is. So you can't say, well, it need to be like this. He got to be a gangster. Or he got to be, because that's ignorant. Because they be trying to tell us we do dumb stuff. Ain't this the same nigga that was just talking, using like gay slurs <laughs> last year? Yeah. Calling somebody else ignorant for looking at a nigga funny because his nails painted and his hair color funny? They try to tell us, this ain't gangster rap. I pay attention. I be always watching when somebody, like, like somebody that be against me. Back in the day, this ain't real. This ain't real nigga shit right here. Rappers weren't doing this. Rappers weren't. You're an artist, though. By the way, you want to go back and you look at some of the outfits in the 80s? First of all, these niggas stream of the conscious thought like it's all over the goddamn place. He didn't, 
touched on about 17 different topics that don't actually run together this way, the way he has meshed these run on thoughts together. But that's a whole nother conversation of a conversation beside a conversation. Like, the, it's funny how now he's saying old heads should respect them for making hip hop what it is today. But them niggas was pushing through hip hop and making it popular when people didn't want hip hop to be popular and it was still popular. Like the, the fight that Migos and them has to have to go through is so different from the fight that outcast had to go through and Jay had to go through and NWA had to go through. You can't compare your struggle now where rappers can legit make a very, very high quality video for YouTube for cheap as fuck, like a friend with a camera cheap as fuck, and get a million views and then get a record deal. Like, you talk, you talk this game, but bruh, y'all got to stand beside motherfuckers like Bad Bobby. Okay? That's how popular hip-hop is now. Almost anyone can be a fucking hip-hop star if they just keep putting that shit out for real. Determination is a motherfucking gateway now to success. You ain't got to be good. And that's not to say that these young niggas ain't good. I think Migos is talented. I think a lot of rappers now are talented. I think it's way more talented rappers now than it was back in the day. But I have to contribute a lot of that to the fact that it's much easier for rappers to get noticed now than it was 10 and 20 years ago. Like the platforms cater to new artistry. There is There was no Bandcamp or SoundCloud or Spotify or uh, uh, Datpiff or a uh, hot new hip hop or like that. Those platforms didn't fucking exist. That wasn't a thing. Nigga, we had Kazaa and LimeWire. Like we was trying not to get a virus when getting your music back in the day. At one point, you just had to hope a DJ would play your shit in the club. Or, or pay him. Payola was real. Like, niggas don't have to do that now. It still is real, but... I mean, of course, Drake is Drake is still here, right? Of course it's real. Like, the industry is still here. But not, right. but you cannot do it. And Saba is on his own label. Saba. No Name is her own label. The Payola era, like, motherfuckers can make a very, very beyond decent living in hip hop without having to be pushed and sign 50 million, 50 million, 360 deals for seven albums at two cent an album sale. Niggas don't have to do that. Now the game is, is definitely in the favor of artists now, but don't be telling old heads. They need to kiss your fucking feet because you made hip hop what it is today. That come on, bro. I don't even I don't even understand why you would feel that you could, that you should say that. I ain't, I don't get it. That's why I get not wanting to have you know like people talk shit about you all the time because people definitely do like to pick on Migos absolutely uh, unfairly. And they wrong too. Like fuck them too. Them old heads that this ain't real hip hop and we're I'm we're absolutely not defending them niggas. Oh yeah, I know. But don't be out here acting like Outcast should get down on their knees and kiss your feet. Like three six should get down on their knees. Juicy, juicy J, 
get down on his knees and kiss your fucking feet? Uh-huh. <laughs> like, that's, these are questions. Should Jay-Z <laughs> have to get down on his knees and kiss your... I mean, do you... Can you afford Jay-Z shoes? Can you afford to get them shits? Like, can you afford this, nigga? Can you? When you say stuff like this. You ain't talking to Dre when you say that, is you? Who are you talking to? Angry old hip hop fans. You talking to angry old hip hop fans? Fans and bloggers and like radio show people more than actual artists. Right. They're the ones that said your music ain't dope, but that don't matter. The the whole dope thing is subjective anyway. That's fucking subjective. Yes, I think there's objectively talented and skilled musicians out here, but skilled artists too, though. Yeah, and what you like popularity shit that's subjective you can't object you can't really objectify popularity you can't put it in a box and be like this objectively will be popular no that shit just becomes popular yeah that's true and Migos became popular and I think that they had some talent to them and I think they had some smarts to them and they had a sound that niggas dug so congrats nigga like y'all good but this conversation is unnecessary I don't know why are you upset why are you going so hard like this at the end of the interview? Y'all got four minutes left. Why are you doing this? That's funny. Oh, Offset. I can't believe that's the first time you ever heard Offset's voice on. Never heard a nigga talk. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, my God. This, so funny. this whole conversation. And then fucking Ebro... Album now, and Pete Rosenberg ain't the two people I want to have that conversation with. Mm-mm. Yeah, you said Ebro and Rosenberg, huh? You said it was Ebro and Rosenberg. Yeah, he on High ninety seven, so it's Ebro and Rosenberg. And whoever the random chick is for the day, damn. Yeah. Is that other show with Academia still on? He ain't on it, but it's still on. It's Budden and some other guy and the chick. Oh, Macademics is gone. Yeah, he he been gone. Where he go? He he, 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 he trying to get he trying to help Takashi get under <laughs> Takashi ain't gonna get no jail time now, allegedly. Bruh, he gonna be he gonna be eating uh, sp- uh spaghetti noodles with ketchup sauce though for the rest of his life. That nigga gonna be a hiding. Like yeah, yeah. it's like how do you live your life after this? Like you snitch three hundred percent. You can't. <laughs> Giant. It's not like you can just like change your hair back to normal. But he can like, know, Deidre. Oh, he can. He, he can gonna, he know. Gonna be looking, he could be looking just like he could be looking normal as fuck. He gonna have to get that tattoo. Gonna, gonna, gonna 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 hurt like fuck. He got eight million dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The face tattoo is gonna be hard to to, to yeah. get rid of. And it takes a while before they fully, you know, yeah. it's like a he it's a couple of sessions before you. And it's not a yeah a guarantee that it's gonna fade completely. Yeah, he's gonna be a witness protection now, man. That nigga could be putting Revlon concealer. He on got to. Shit. You better go get him some Fenty. Oh, better get that Fenty right, <laughs> <laughs> bro. They gonna that call that that felon color Fenty. Powder. Oh, that's that snitch Fenty. Twenty one Savage. Is that true or not? What? That Takashi Don on twenty one. He might have tried. I, I don't know if it's true. I feel like people put that up because that happened around that time. People were just like, yeah, the nigga stitched on everybody. I just feel like he just told everything about his situation that needed to be told. They know his pants I size, mean, look, social security number. He, they got him for being uh, an informant for like another whole like year. Like, hey, bro. 
guaranteed after this. That boy like, gonna have so many bullets coming I mean, out the hill. I mean, think about it though. Like, think about the monster you got to get away of. So, because he, I mean, he had a forty-seven mandatory minimum. That's your mm. max. Mm. Like, you, we, we're gonna start at forty-seven and just go from there. What that's, kills that's me cool. is the niggas that's like, man, see, see, rappers be out here lying, dog. Look how he snitch. Like rappers ain't been snitching. How y'all, th- <laughs> how y'all think rappers go oh. into prison and they come out like? <laughs> They ain't all serving the full beer, bro. He's still in there, so he probably didn't say nothing to know. I'm just saying, man, I told people all the time, man, like, especially kids I work with, they be like, yeah, man, no snitching. I like, look, snitching is the rule. Snitching is what happens. Mm. Like, all right, like, there's a lot less people who are staying in jail the full time. Snitching is exactly what happens. When I worked in the jail, they used to tell people who came in, don't talk about your case because people would jump on it. <laughs> You'd be sitting there <laughs> playing cards, talking about, oh, yeah, man, this is what happened, all this stuff. Next thing you know, you see that nigga sitting. Nigga be going home. Hearing. How you get let out? Who it let was, you out? It was common. You know what I mean? So I'm like, Who snitching is the rule. This hey, is Ray, what happened. Hey, where you going? Freedom. Mm-hmm. Snitch life. That needs to be a sitcom, snitch life. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm snitching. Like, I don't care what nobody say. If they like, tell us what you know. Listen, listen, look. I'm only going to tell you one thing. Hand me a pen and paper. Let's do this. <laughs> I'm telling you everything because you know what I can't do? Jail. So let's go. Let's, <laughs> let's get it popping. Like, what you want to know? <laughs> what you want to know? I can say my ABCs forwards and backwards, nigga. What you want to know? Woo woo woo! Yeah, yeah, yeah.